Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we try to help all of you to create your own opportunities. I'm here tonight. Uh, my co host, Mr. Dukes, he's not with us uh, this evening. But I am here, and um, our trusty engineer, Mr. Bobby. Bobby, how are you doing this evening? I am doing well. Happy Thursday. Good to see you. Well, good to see you as well. Bobby's the guy that makes everything work. So we're going to start out by making, by, by not making him do some work, but we're going to put him to work a little bit. In order to understand what this, this show is all about, the Employment Opportunity Hour, we have a couple of clips that we're going to play for you. And Bobby, if you got them, let them go. This is the only show in America that I'm aware of that represents all of you who work out there. So if you work, I want you to know that I know that you exist. And that includes your people that are unemployed, the professionals, the teenagers, the school dropouts, the minorities, the veterans, the ex-offenders, the seniors, the gay people in the gay population, those that are bisexual, transsexual, whether they want to be a boy or a girl, or plus the immigrants and the Native Americans. If you work in this country, I want you to know that you make up our workforce and I salute all of you. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. And simply by going out to our Tantalk radio network, which is Tantalk1340.com, you can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age as if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background and I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color, my hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side, we see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. Can't really hide anything. Yes, we do see you. And I try to stress this on most shows because many of you really believe or you don't think that we see you. Many, many of you try to hide out or hide who you are without understanding we see you anyway. So when it comes to employment, 
When it comes to employment, it's very important to understand how you show up in front of people because you need to know how you look. And if you're not sure how you look, you need to ask everybody, how do you look? Especially when you're applying for a job. Tonight's, tonight's show is dedicated to s- certain, certain words you should not put on your resume. And I got the word never put on your resume, but I'm going to say not because some, some of you have gotten conditioned to doing this. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm going to give you some reasons as to why they should never be in your resume. So, so because we get taught how to develop resumes, most of us, we go to school or happens in high school and college and all that sort of stuff. Somebody teaches us how to write a resume, and we think that's it. Most times we don't question what the resume is and what it's for. And I have a book that, unfortunately, I don't have it here. But, but um, we, 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 we get a resume. And then oftentimes when we see a job that we want, we, we, we start changing our resume around thinking it's meeting the needs of that job. And so I'm going to give you just one, one strong statement. You should only have one resume. That, that's my statement. You modify it, but you don't redo it. Okay, because so many people try to fit a job without understanding that somebody made up that job, another human made it up, and people change the job around. They change their resumes around a zillion times because they're trying to apply for that one job that they think that they can do. But I like to have you think about this: any job that you think you can do. Is fine for the first job. What happens is that many people want to do the same thing in the second job and the third job. Okay, so that leads to anything that you think you can do, then you're going back to do what you already know how to do, and you're preventing yourself from learning new things. And you did it. And so you're preventing yourself from getting jobs where people are going to teach you more, you get more exposure, more responsibility, you add on additional skills and abilities because you keep looking at what you think you already know how to do on a conscious level. Unconsciously, you're hurting your own development. So we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that uh, during this show. I'm going to talk about what, what not to put in your resume because it will keep you from being chosen in my opinion or you get chosen but you find out we find out you can't do what we thought you were going to do now when we when we add all of you on to that which is most employees that don't like their job then your employer suffers because they're spending money thinking you've got developed and now they find out you're non-productive. So I'm going to give you some tips in terms of how you can do what it is that you really like doing or motivated to do and how can you grow from there into more, more responsibilities and more skills and more abilities. So we're going to talk about that after we come back from the break. <laughs> but anyway, so stay tuned. This is Gene Hodge here with the Employment Opportunity Hour. We're going to talk about Words not to put in your resume. We'll be right back. My purpose. I don't know where I'm gonna look, but I'm gonna find my purpose. Gotta find out. Don't wanna wait. Got to make sure that my life will be great. Gotta find my purpose before it's too late. 
Job Seekers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Would you like to have a job that you enjoy or do you want to settle for something that you don't want to do? We train job seekers to find enjoyable and compatible jobs so that you're motivated and enjoy doing and, in most cases, being paid competitive salaries. If you are, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put job seeker. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instruction on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on Amazon.com and HodgePodgeTraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant, has helped thousands of job seekers to find enjoyable employment at competitive wages using an innovative process by matching your needs with employer needs. The books are Resume, What's Its Purpose? and Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? To get Gene's books, go to Amazon.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for his books, choose a book, or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Shop tab, choose books in a single or bundled format. Coming soon, books in Spanish, Creole, and and French format, all at hodgepodgetraining.com. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen, internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. Working 9 to 5, many of you working 9 to 5, and many of you don't like it. And the reason is because we, as the employer, we know you don't like it because you're not as productive as you'd like to be. So I'm going to give you some tips in terms of for those of you that are seeking employment or plan on seeking employment in the future, not to put certain information in your resume because you're most likely damaging your own self. Okay. Anyway, so I got one listener. That's Bobby. He's in the He's control here room. And <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say my piece. But Bobby, feel free to ask a question to chime in. Ears wide open. <laughs> and so, anyway, so th- th- these these are not so much in your resume. Th- these are statements that people put in the front of their resume or at the beginning, so that when somebody reads it, they read this stuff. So. I'm suggesting that you don't put this stuff in there. First thing I'm going to suggest is once you're taught how to prepare a resume, then you really don't need to change your resume over and over again for you to match a job. You need to find out what we think so we can match you to jobs that we think you can do because that's always going to be how you grow. Okay, so we already we already know what you know how to do based on your current resume. And the difference is until we see you, then we don't know whether you're the right person or not. But on paper, you might look good. But it but when we see you, our minds might change. So I'm just going to give you a couple of words that I've seen. I read a lot of resumes, mm-hmm. and and a lot of people send me resumes, and I'm probably going to start start inviting many of you listeners to attend some of my webinars in the future very soon. But certain words I'm going to suggest that you don't use. One of them is don't tell anybody, don't put in your resume that you're looking for a challenging job. There's no such thing as a challenging job. We we don't know what you mean by challenging. 
And the worst thing you can do is we tell you we're looking for somebody to do this, and you say, I don't want to do that. That's that's, uh, that's, that's true. Yeah. I mean, to some, yeah. to, to some employers, a challenge could be simply using Excel or something like that. To, it's because, like you're saying, it's all subjective. So, mm-hmm. a challenge to some people could be uh, something that that, they that, think that, that, that supervisor that they think is a challenge. Right. It's something that their supervisor does that they want to do because they feel that it's a cha- challenge. Right now, now you you said one thing that so many people say, and and I've said this on this. There's no such thing as the employer. That's true. We, we, did, we did a show a few weeks ago on who the employer is. The employer is the entity that you work for, the, the building. It's the structure that you work for. It's the brand name. That, that, that's who you might say you work for. A human is going to choose you. A human is going to select you. So what the human wants is part of the reason why so much confusion when people get hired or don't get hired because it's it's the human's judgment based on what you said if you showed up or what you put on that piece of paper or resume. So I've seen resumes where somebody says, I'm looking for a challenging job. Well, how can we know what's challenging to you? Right. So Talking so, on the phone could be challenging to some people. Right. So you put yourself in a position whereby we don't know what the challenge is. And we don't know if you'll accept the challenge. So, so one of the things that you do not want to do is to write down that you're looking for a challenging job or a challenging position. Because us humans, we don't know what that means. And as we, as we lead more into AI, <laughs> there's no way they're going to know what you mean other than whatever is a challenge to them. It may or may not work for you. You may find out you, you, that you jumped in the water and you can't swim there. <laughs> so, hmm? But anyway, so that's just something to think about. But, 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 but don't, don't say that you're looking for a challenging job. Okay, if you want to say something, looking for something that could use your experience, and you don't know what that is, something that could use your background, your skills and abilities, some, something that could be use your track record, because the other human can determine what that might be, and the reason is because they developed the job titles and the job descriptions, and they change them. And because you told them through your resume, yeah, I would you, say. Well, you told them what you wanted based on but a what you wanted to job do. title. Right. right. So by phrasing it the way that you said, yeah. now they have, now they can put the puzzle together as opposed to yeah, they can a challenge, you, which they don't know if that's going to be, right. you know, setting an Outlook calendar reminder or, you know, right. handling all the uh, accounting for the company. <laughs> Okay, so when they say we want to talk to you, then you know they're interested in your background and your past experience in terms of what you did before. That's when you should show up because you don't know because you may not know the reason they want to talk to you. Maybe they have a brand new job they're getting ready to put out and you you're the one that already fits. Maybe they need your knowledge so they can structure a job that you can fit into because they like all of your background. They like your experiences. So, so certain words will, will keep you from getting that interview. I'll put it like that. It'll keep you from getting that meeting because you put it there. Anyway, so that's one word that I'm going to suggest that you don't, don't put in your resume that, that you're looking for something challenging. You know where there's a challenge, but you can't expect someone else to know it's a challenge. Okay, because they're looking for somebody to begin working. And you need to know that's a challenge for you, which is an incentive for you to learn more. Because all jobs should have challenge if they're the correct job. If it's you doing what you already know how to do, you just 
added on another six months or a year doing what you already knew how to do without thinking of how did you learn what you've learned so far in order to get started. So if you want to grow, and I'm not going to say in a company, but if you want to grow, you've got to begin to look at what do you want to add to your life, which could be in the same company, or it could be you saying, I'm going to look around for something else that adds on to your experience. Never jump from job to job just to do the same thing. So many people do that. They choose what they want. They go look at job titles and job responsibilities, and they say, I can do this, which is probably 100% true. The difference is it's going to do what you already learned how to do. You got a year older, okay, or two years older, two more years of experience doing what you already know. Okay, so where's the development? And we can develop you, or you can can understand a job that doesn't have what you thought it would have is to take on that challenge so that you develop yourself some more. You add on to you who you are. Anyway, so I'd like to have you just think about that in terms of that one word. I've spent, gee, I've spent five minutes on that word, challenged. <laughs> okay, so That's... I mean, a lot of people put it there. And so so, so it's important for the the the... The individuals that have it in their resume, imagine how many resumes that that somebody might get, uh, the human resource department gets, personnel department, how many, how, how many resumes they get from people who add these things thinking it's going to make them look good, and then they, they don't get a phone call back or a rejection, they just get ignored. Well, because they're receiving yeah. resumes from HR departments, are receiving resumes from, you know, hundreds. The CFOs learn wants wants a challenge, and the entry level position wants a wants right. a challenge. So, yeah, that's the, that's what you're saying. Everybody want everybody's get putting it in there. <laughs> everybody's putting it. What they're what they're doing is they're taking away from the person who can select you to do something that will be a challenge. That's what you're. T- that, that's what you're doing to yourself. You're not allowing them to to give you a challenge, right? Right. Because if everybody, yeah. if everybody, if you take a chain of command in a in a company, and every one of those people is looking for a challenge, well, we don't well, know what, what that is. we don't know. You don't know what that is. Right. Is, is that is that is that this person saying they want this person this this supervisor's job, and that's a challenge to them, or you know. Well, well, the 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 supervisor, the person you're going to work for, they don't know what you mean by challenge. That's 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 pretty much the plan. It is as it is. They could think they're giving you a challenge, and you find out it's something you don't want to do. So then, all of a sudden, your production goes down, and your morale goes down because you're doing something that you really don't want to do. So we do those things to ourselves simply by adding words in our resume, thinking it's going to impress somebody. So I mean, so my suggestion is don't tell anybody in writing that you're looking for something challenging. Don't even tell anybody in person you're looking for something challenging. Tell them what you like doing. Tell them what you'd like to do in your future. And it shouldn't have anything to do with a job. It should have a... It have to do with a function you like to learn, do better at, or do something more, because that's what makes up jobs, functions. And, and I even an example of that would be like, instead of saying you if if your if your if your job description is to clean countertops or something like that, instead of saying you want a challenge, say, you know, I want to send emails or I want to schedule times with the cut, you know, schedule clients. Okay. Well, if you like doing it. If, if you, if I'm saying, if you like doing that. Right. Because if you just say a challenge, well, they're going to, they're going to say, oh, you want to, you want to, you want to dust the, the vents. I mean, they don't know that you want to, they don't know what kind of skill you like doing that you find as a challenge. Right. They don't know that. But they don't know that. Right. Right. So you, but, but either way, you sabotage yourself because you're not allowing them to choose you. You're doing all the choosing. 
So it's important that you recognize you're choosing to go do what you think you want to do, which is already something you know how to do. So there's no development there. There's only doing it again someplace else. It's very important to understand that because that's what starts to stymie your growth. You're not allowing us to pull you forward. Okay, but stay tuned. I'm telling, I'm giving out certain words not to put in your resume because of the impact it could have on your development. Stay tuned. Employers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Are you struggling to find ways to increase your low productivity and morale? We train employers on how to improve employee productivity and morale, saving you huge sums of dollars that you're currently spending on training, retraining, grievances, turnover, and lawsuits. If you have this concern, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And the subject line, put employer. Again, that's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Job seekers, now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled, Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment, Is There Really Job Training Available for You? How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market, and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com. advance yourself considered as a start over because you're adding on to you because you can't add on to you unless we choose you unless you take on more responsibility so I'm talking about certain words not to put in your resume and I have six or seven of them I just got you spending a lot of time on putting the word like you're looking for a challenging job or challenging position because so many people put that in there. I have no idea who taught them to do that. I have no idea why, but we don't know what is challenging to you. So you have to tell us what you, if you tell us what you'd like to do, we don't know whether it's a challenge or not. Because when you tell us what you like to do or want to do, it's always going to be followed up by what's your background and what have you done before. So it's always going to be followed up by that. Who have you done it for? Because a lot comes along with credibility. That's where that entity comes in. The employer. I work for XYZ Company. Because now it's the building you work for. Although you had a supervisor. Which means you had a super. And, and it doesn't matter what level you had. You still had someone as a supervisor unless you were a CEO. So... It's important. Anyway, so it's important 
to understand the words you might put in. Okay, here's another common statement that put it that people put in. However, some employers do this, the personal agencies. Opportunity for advancement. A lot of employers will put that in there to entice you to say that that they're offering advancement. If you happen to meet that employer, that human, you should ask, what does advancement mean? That's because you don't know what advancement means. It could be in pay. It could be in, in different levels of responsibility. But if you don't know what it means, then ask all the people who've been in the same job for so long, but they don't like what they're doing, but they can't seem to get any further. Because what is advancement? So you need you need to find out what advancement is. Yeah. And, and I'm going to mention two categories. One is pay raise. A pay raise is not an advancement. It may be an advancement to you, but every job, especially if you're working for large companies, like a lot of people like to work for large companies, each, every company has a pay range. And in many cases, you can find out what the range is just by going out on the Internet look at the range of what certain positions based on the title are paying, which has really nothing to do with one employer, but it has to do with an overall average. But you can find out what the range is. And just imagine yourself starting a new job. Well, we don't know you. We don't know what you can do. We don't know how you're going to work out. We don't know what you've done in the past because it doesn't matter what you tell us uh, because we don't know if you've done it unless we do a check and a background check. Can't tell you all those things unless you talk to the person that that you work for, which and sometimes they'll recommend you. They'll say, use me as a reference. Outside of that, then we don't know because some, some things are against the law. So, but it's possible getting a pay raise isn't an advancement. Okay, it might be an advancement for you. Okay. Okay, for example, let's just say the job pays between $10 an hour and $20 an hour. Okay? So, as an employer, we don't know you. We should start you off at $10 an hour. And you say, oh, I don't want to. That's fine with me. Okay, well, six months down the road, if you work out, then we give you a dollar raise. And so now you're making now you make now you're making eleven dollars an hour. And possibly if you survive a year, we'll give you another raise to another dollar. So after a year you're making twelve dollars an hour. Now, that's not advancement. That's just doing your job. Which is most likely repetitive because you're getting better at it, but that's that's one form of advancement as far as dollars. But are you advancing your abilities and your career? Your skills and abilities, are you advancing those? Are you advancing levels of responsibility? Because that's what brings the money. So I mean, so it's very important to be wary of those 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 job descriptions that you might Read, because every company is going to say we offer advancement. The difference is if you don't know what advancement is, then you will say, oh, they're going to, they're going to advance me. So Well, well it's, it's funny because that's one, unlike the uh, challenge one, that's one where the employer puts it in, or the, 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 the HR department <laughs> puts it in, the HR humans put mm-hmm. it in. And the employee doesn't understand what they're looking for. And then the employee will put it in and the HR department won't understand what they're looking for. Because if you're going to be in, in oh, I don't know, in a, a finance director at one company and then you want to move to a different company but have the same title, well, it's not, or you're the exact same, exact same position, basically. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. That isn't necessarily the advancement. Right. That's not advancement. No. Okay. So, so, so it's important to understand what advancement is and what it isn't. Okay. So, so now imagine if you 
tell somebody how much money you want to start at. Okay, so in the same example that I mentioned, let's say the job pays the job pays between ten dollars and twenty dollars, between twenty twenty dollars an hour in a sense. Well, you may have to work three years or five years to get up to the twenty. Okay, so they got your experience for five years and you worked your way up, but that's not advancement. That's adding on more. That's you doing what we're paying you to do. So, so it's important to think about those. But what happens if you said to somebody, or you wrote it down, you say, I'm looking for $9 an hour, and you said it. Well, somebody else is going to look at you and say, you don't, you, you don't even know what the starting range is. And if you say, you know what the starting range is, and you say, I want $10 an hour, then how do you... But then, how do you know we could? We weren't willing to give you twelve or fifteen dollars. Okay, so a lot of people cheat themselves out of their own money for the position because the company sets aside a certain amount of money for each position, and it has to have a range so people grow in the position and they grow up and they grow out. Now, that's one side of advancement. The other side of advancement is. Those jobs that say that they offer opportunity for advancement, I'm going to suggest you go look in the mirror and you say, how come I can't advance myself by going after what I want? Which may mean switching jobs. It may mean talking to people about what you'd like to do. They're going to ask you what you enjoy doing anyway. But those types of changes are advancements because they affect your development. They affect the level of responsibility you add on to the other ones that you had before. So it's important to, to recognize how you can add on. You can give yourself a raise by you developing, by you looking for something that you want to do, knowing what you have done, so you can explain what you have done. They're always going to ask you what your background is. And you need to tell them why you'd like to do the next thing, because it's advancement for you. And the worst thing you can do is tell anybody, this is all I want to do. You probably won't get hired. Okay? So a lot of people make that mistake. They'll say, oh, if I just had this job, that's all I want. Well, if that's all you want, and we want more from you, and we're willing to pay you more, then you're probably not a good candidate for us because you'll become non-effective very quickly. Non-effective means your production's not going to increase. It's going to stay the same or go down. But, and your morale is going to stay the same and not change. So the only one who's hurting themselves is you. So it's very important to understand what you, what you don't put on paper that people read because you want to have conversations with other humans. So, so without the conversation with another human, you, you end up hurting yourself in many ways. Okay? So, so I've said this on many shows, that, that, that because of the problem with employers, that a lot of the, the interviewing people have, have, have shifted over to using machines to do that. The difference is the machine can't understand any of your feelings. And it doesn't matter how hard you try to think it does. <laughs> it's a machine. Humans have feelings. And so I'm, I'm one of the kinds of people that say it's okay to use AI if, if that's what someone chooses, but that's just the basic stuff that anybody can meet. The personality you bring, that's going to happen when you show up, how you look, how you act, how you talk, that's all going to happen when, if you get the opportunity to show up. Okay, so in one sense, it could help as a, as a front end to try to say, let's eliminate all these candidates and we'll select, we'll, we'll select some that we can bring in for an interview. But you as the individual need to recognize how to advance yourself. And it's pretty easy, in my opinion. 
Go ask others, how did you get there? Don't go ask them, how did they do it? What did they do? The more you ask, the more you'll find out. Okay, it's time that we go to a break. I'm talking about words not to put in your resume uh, so that you don't discourage or hurt your own development. But we'll be right back with a couple of more, and we'll go from there. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Need a website? Web Dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics the number four the letter U dot com or call them at one eight six six five three zero two one three five. Again, the website is www.webdynamics the number four the letter U dot com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there. Just click and listen. internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. The purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. job hopefully none of you get a job this show is about opportunities to get what you want it's not the opportunities that someone else says that they have this is about you getting more of what you want so that you grow i'm talking tonight about certain words not to put in your resume okay your resume is black and white and definitely certain words, not even to tell another person, possibly that, that's in the workplace. Anyway, so I've gone through words like challenging job. Don't tell anybody you're looking for a challenging job. Definitely don't write it. Don't say you're looking for an opportunity for advancement. I just mentioned that there are two ways companies might write that in their ads or when they're looking for people. And I'm suggesting that you need to know what advancement means, which means you got to ask the question. And you really can only ask that to a human because there's a couple of different types of advancement. And uh, you need to know whether it's pay raises or whether it's just salary ranges or within the, within the salary range. Anyways, anyway, so the next, next thing I'm going to suggest that none of you do if you're looking for a job on your resume, don't put in a job title. Okay? So, now, you've been taught to apply for jobs. So... Somebody makes up a job, and they make up a job title, and you apply for that one job, and you did it because you said, I want to do this one title that someone put together. 
What happens if you find out that we think you're better suited in another job that you never found out about? And you wrote down you want this one. So I'm going to suggest, rather than writing down a job title, write down what you would like to do in any job so we can select what titles we think that fits instead of you. So, uh, And it goes me. so unstated how, how many companies and how many you know, nonprofits, governments, whatever, create titles based on the pool of talent that they have, or I mean the, the people, the humans that, that mm-hmm. are in their institution, and how that really does happen is, is that you start to, you know, when they finally discover what you really like to do, they give you titles, they add titles, subtract mm-hmm. titles, they, you know, yeah, they will understand... Okay, you may have been productive all along, but you become even more productive and your performance increases if they select other tasks that you really like doing and maybe subtract tasks that you don't like doing because they can give it to someone else with that that excels at that. And now you have a complete workforce that's more productive than when you were initially hired. Or if well, this is you, got new, the, you got the answer. Oh, did I? <laughs> It just, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't exist within our workforce. That's part of what the problem is. So, 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 because people identify a job title. Oh, that's true. I went to one of these training agencies that train a lot of job seekers. I'm not going to mention the name, but they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and a friend of mine was 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 uh, teaching the class in a sense, and. Uh, it just so happens that 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 he asked the individuals to stand up and introduce themselves and say what they were looking for. And there were about forty people in the class. One hundred percent of them stood up and said what they did in, in the job title that they were looking for. Anyway, so after his presentation, I said, "All of those people identified a job title." which means they already know what they'd like to do. How can they how can they grow or advance to have somebody choose them for something else? 100%. It's a lot of people saying, I want to go do this again because I know how to do it. Didn't matter if they, if they enjoyed it or not. Now, the flip side of that, if they enjoyed it, they probably told a lot of their friends and coworkers, so their network begins to kick in for people who know you because they know other people that may be looking for you so then they become good referral sources but when all of them stand up and say the job title that they're looking for and the employer wonders how come we can't find productive people the job seeker itself wonders how come they they may have gotten overlooked because they applied for the title they didn't apply for knowing the responsibilities. And with, with all 100% of jobs, I'm just going to suggest this, don't ever, 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 ever think that you can do all of it or tell somebody that you can do all of it. Even don't tell yourself you can do all of it because you'll become bored pretty quickly doing what you already know how to do. And when you become bored, then you're not doing what we thought you were going to do. Okay. So just something you you can't be happy doing redundant stuff. You can be happy when you can look back and look look at where you come from and where you might be going because there's another there's another layer of job titles that you haven't even heard about yet because we come up with them. And and you're more likely to falsely say this job description or this job title is perfect. Oh, because yeah. they're telling you what it's what it entails, as opposed to you looking at it as what you what you want to do, right? Because you will take things that you may not and actually enjoy doing, and you'll say, you know, you'll go through, you'll be enthusiastic about, you know, maybe five or six lines of that job description, and then you're going to take the lot, you know. Then there'll be three or four or five more where you say, I could do that. 
I could do that. I could do that. But you, mm-hmm. you, you, and you don't always notice this that when you're reading through a job description, that you know what are the ones that you're enthusiastic about. What are the ones that, if that job description was blank, you would have typed those in, as opposed to the employ in the the HR department mm-hmm. or whatever doing the humans, the other human that's yeah. going to hire you to do that because that's just how we how we look at things you know yeah. on human it's like you look it's at how a co- we've been taught right you yeah. look you look at it you look at a cookie platter and you see ones that if someone were to ask you what kind of cookies you like you would have told them a certain you know maybe three mm-hmm. different types but you just tolerate the other four or five different types that are on that platter because you do well a job description can be the same way what mm-hmm. uh, what on there would you have told another human this is what I want to do or another person this is what I want to do and which ones are you just tolerating and then when you actually get to doing it you'll find mm-hmm. out that's not what you enjoy yeah I'm going to add something onto that uh, I'm going to highly suggest that there are some things you haven't done yet and so it's important to, to notice you haven't done these things but all of those things are your opportunities for growth. The worst thing you can do is try to match everything because there's no growth. So it's important to recognize what you haven't done yet and look at that as an opportunity to add on more skills and abilities onto the ones you already have. So don't be afraid of the unknown. Recognize the unknown and know that's that's your that's your challenge. That's that's your advancement. Because once you get those things under your belt, imagine where else you can go. And you won't know that even until you take all that and try to go someplace else. So so once you get into the habit of taking on what you don't know, then you will grow. Because we want you to grow to a point of where you're doing a job that we like you doing and you like doing it because you've learned new things. Always take jobs that whereby you're learning some of the unknown. A huge segment of our workforce keeps choosing what they already know. And so the employer is the one paying the bill, wondering, we're paying these people more money, but we can't get no production out of them. Because people keep doing what they already know how to do. Anyway, that that that's my analysis for that. So, boy, our time has gone by, and I had a couple more, but uh, time is going by, and uh, I'm just going to say the, the the last thing: don't 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 look at anything that says I'm looking for something that pays good, because what what they say they pay is is probably true. When they're, when they're going to pay it is what you need to do because it involves performance. Okay, so, so in the example I gave, the job pays between 10 and $20. Well, some jobs will pay between 20 and 40 or 20 and 50 So you need to find out how do you get to the 50 so you can go into the 60 bracket. Anyway, but that's enough. You've heard enough from me because I hear the music, which means our time is up. It's time for us to go, and so the very things that we're talking about, not to put on your resume. Think of all the things that you like doing and enjoy doing, which is what I say on just about every show, because you do those things anyway. Just imagine being employed doing what you enjoy doing and like doing, because you are doing it your way, and you always have been. Go out and take advantage of that, because you'll keep doing things your way. Okay, and we're out of here until next time. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.